Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. Hi, am Rick. What's going on with you? How you feeling? How was your weekend? What did you do? Did shorty front on you? Did you go on a date? Get the kiss on the cheek, and then get left in the whip. Get left in the wind. Get left in the dust. Did you capitalize? Did you build a connection? Did you read a book? Did you watch a movie? Did you watch a television show? Did you read the paper? And most importantly, did you drink some water? Hopefully, you did all of these things outside of the fact that you might have gotten front door, but it's all right. I mean, listen, Shorty got options, bro. I mean, you put on your best performance. I'm pretty sure you did something that was sweet and kind and thoughtful and the conversation just didn't go in your favor. And that's all right. I mean, it's all good. Keep the text going. Keep calling her. And if she's not feeling the vibe, she's not feeling the vibe, bro. There's plenty of fish in the sea. I mean, uh, I had a great weekend myself. But before I get into that, I just got a few announcements beforehand. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, I need to say this. I need you to rate and review the show i mean even if you don't review it just rate it i mean go to the fifth uh joint i mean go to the fifth star when you scroll all the way down leave that rating all these shits matter i want to get to a thousand ratings i want to show the podcasting community that i'm here to stay and that i'm a goddamn fixture in these streets you feel me one thousand reviews will show everybody that i am not to be fucked with secondarily i need to shout out my email i don't i don't do this as frequently as i should uh good brother experience at yahoo.com once again good brother experience at yahoo.com third and um definitely most important make sure you're hydrated man i'm gonna get this water sponsorship man i'm deserving i've been the person that's been pushing hydration and we are going to be litty again this year when you start hearing me doing the water ad, I just want everybody to start applauding. I want to see, like, mad clapping emojis in my comments because that means the brother is on to something smooth, goddammit. So, as far as my weekend is concerned, where do I begin? You know, I all these all my days are just feels like one day. You know, when you're not working, there's no thing that discerns Wednesday from Saturday. You know what I mean, I know when you're slaving for the white man, it's like, man, I can't wait until five o'clock and I can get the fuck up out of here. And maybe I'll do OT on Saturday and get paid time and a half or all the other type of shit. But when you're me, your Tuesday is your Friday. Your Friday is your Sunday. Your Sunday is your Wednesday. You know what I mean, so all the days seemingly are just conflating. But what I have to do is this portion of the if i didn't do this show i wouldn't know what the fuck i'm doing in my life so i literally every time i do something even if i go to the fucking bathroom i type it in my notepad so i can be reminded about what the fuck is happening so that leads me to remember that i was on a great podcast it's called the grown folks table podcast now as i'm speaking i can hear it i can feel it you're doing a podcast i'm pretty sure your life is more interesting why the fuck are you bringing up another podcast on your podcast? Nigga, we're listening to you. We're not listening to them. Ease up, all right? I'm just telling you about my fucking weekend. I'm tired of this impatient shit y'all niggas be doing, man. Let me talk. Let me get into my rhythm. Let me get into my flow. We're only three minutes in. Ain't no rush. We're going to be here for half an hour, baby. Let me just shout my people out. So the people at the Grown Folks Table 
are incredible. I mean, I can't even hold you. That's one of the better times I've had as far as being on a podcast. I don't know when they're going to release it, but when they do release it, I know it's going to be an instant classic because one, that was around four black people, which always is going to get me where I need to go psychologically. Uh, Secondarily, it was composed of two gentlemen and two women, uh, their names being Templeton, which is the primary host. Uh, Then you have Courtney and you have Joe and you have Soleil. And when you're just talking to these people, and this is why I try to be on as many podcasts as I can, you'd be surprised how many people are just like you or can relate to your story or share your point of view, share your perspective, never seeing things in the way that you can express it. And then once you express it to them, everybody's at a central understanding that wouldn't have been understood had you have not had that conversation. And the Rise of Podcasts is something that's beautiful. And before I continue my weekend, I want to just make this announcement as far as podcasting is concerned. Everybody says like, yo, it's oversaturated. Everybody can do one. Everybody and their mother's trying to do whatever. Nobody's really talking about much. In 1995, do you know how many comedians there were? There had to have been like the boom. I mean, outside of now, everybody and their mother was trying to be on Def Comedy Jam. Everybody and their mother was trying to get a fucking stand-up special. Everybody and their mother was trying to get on Comic View. Like, it was being a comedian was it. I mean, but you don't have people just killing their dreams because once you got on that Comic View stage, once you got on that Def Comedy Jam stage, or any type of stage for that matter, you were the person that broke through the fray. And I really believe that creativity is always going to win, especially when that creativity is refined and put in a place to where it can be accepted by the masses. The one thing that's separating me from everybody else is the fact that I don't have the exposure, which is going to come in time. I just got to stay true to myself. But to hear everybody just, when you say stuff like, are you sure you want to podcast? Are you sure you want to do what everybody else is doing? You're essentially saying, yo, why are you trying to not be regular? Why? Why not just be regular like us? Live a regular life. Don't go towards goals. Don't go towards ambitions. Don't go towards things that make you happy. Don't do the one thing that you're really passionate about. No, no, no. Just go to work, clock in, come back home, go to the bar before you go home, and then just go to bed. When I'm in bars, drinking, eating chicken wings, mozzarella sticks, and all kinds of other unhealthy food, and you see that gentleman, whether he's white, black, Indian, Asian, Comes in the bar, says what up to the bartender, orders a beer. I order a shot on the side, or maybe just uh, maybe some gin or whatever have you. He'll have a drink, won't talk to anybody, go on his phone, put his phone down, just sit, marinate in his thoughts. I had him headed home. That is a man that is not succinct with life. That's a man that's like, fuck, man, I'm about to go home. I'm sure you know what it is especially when you drink you grow you come across these women that will try to make you deviate from things that just you find enjoyable do you really need to have a drink to be happy why do you need to have a drink why is everything centered around drinking you don't need a beer you don't need this you have like a beer a day and all of a sudden it's you know, I think you're overdoing it I think you're this I think you're that niggas if this nigga's having a drink on the way home, like if he's buying an $11 beer just to go home, that man doesn't have beer in his house. That man only has liquor in the liquor cabinet. 
where as soon as he comes home and dad and oh his kids is coming and is kissing his wife and all that type of shit he's sitting down about to pour himself a beverage come on honey it's tuesday you have work in the morning don't pour that and all this type of shit man the more i see life the more i see that it is just natural to just kill people spiritually now you might be like yo Tariq, you're fucking overdoing it am i am i really overdoing it really think about this if you see someone that's trying to rap rapping is incredibly popular you see people on youtube television the radio your phone really making it out and upgrading their circumstances and someone says himself you know what if i craft these lyrics to these beats and i get good at it i too can possibly upgrade my circumstances now you might not be good at it but shit gets better everybody wasn't nice as soon as they started playing basketball as soon as they started playing football as soon as they started acting as soon as they started interviewing everybody sucks unless you're one of those natural niggas and how many of us are naturals in anything so to look at a man that's trying to rap that's trying to act that's trying to do anything just to upgrade his circumstances to where his life won't be regular where this nigga's not clocking in at the fucking factory or whatever working forklifts and shit like that which you need i mean permits and shit to do there's certain licenses that you get i think it's like you have to get your your cdl license or some along those lines if you don't want to be a truck driver if you don't want to do this if you want to do something that's not regular that you can make a life off of and niggas is like damn son you too like yes me too if i'm coming home and i want a fucking adult beverage i shouldn't have to go through oh today come on reek it's it's thursday you don't gotta why don't you just put the cup down babe my nigga what why is self-fulfillment only cool for the people that got famous for what they did for self-fulfillment how come i can't have hobbies and things that i like to indulge in that you can't participate in so you want to victimize me for it why is this happening why is this so frequent there's so many things that i think of man as far as life and companionship and friendship and careers and just shitting on people has just gotten too prevalent i just what about your life is so dope to where you can shit on someone else's because if you think you're popping and i showed you someone else that's way more popping than you then how would you feel if you're commanding one hundred eighty thousand dollars a year and i showed you someone is making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year how would you feel you know what i'm saying if you think you got a few likes on the gram, I assure you someone else is getting way more likes on the gram, then how would you feel? Just all this comparison and all this hypothetical nonsense is just fucking with me. And I'm saying all that to say that when I was on the Grown Folks Table podcast, <laughs> there was none of that. It was just fluent conversation. I believe you have to have a particular skill set in order to have a conversation, record it, and then upload it for entertainment purposes. And the more and more you meet podcasters where they command 60 views, 6 views, or 600,000 views, having dope conversation is not as promised as you think it would be. Because really and truly, that's not a muscle that everybody has to utilize. You go to work, you're on the gram, you can scroll, you can go on 
dating websites, everything's through typing. With typing, there's a certain level of lag that you're utilizing. So you're reading something, you're comprehending what you just read, then you're giving a response. There's a whole lag period between that. In conversation face-to-face, -face, if there's a lag period, people are going to think there's something psychologically wrong with you. People are going to think that you're mentally deficient, all kind of other shit, right? And when, you, when I'm on shows like the grown folks table podcast i'm just looking at four individuals all four of these people like do different shit and i mean joe templeton you know what i mean everybody else the lovely ladies that i met all four of them have four separate career paths but their faces light up when they're talking to each other they told me like yo this is one of the best interviews that we had yo i'm so glad that you came like these things feel good man so i just want everybody like when your man is trying to do clothing if your man is trying to rap if your man is trying to become a fucking executive producer anything man let's just stop dream killing let's start boosting niggas up because even if this nigga is not a good actor but through acting he finds he's a good screenwriter he's a good showrunner he's a good executive producer he's a good director yeah you know i mean there's just even if you don't do what you thought you was going to do and you find that you're great at something else allow the something else period to happen with your friends you know what i mean with this podcast i'm going to shape the minds of millions man and whether it be hydration, whether it be showing love, whether it be not feeling like you're a goddamn demon for wanting to go home and get a drink just to decompress for the day. These are the things that need to be put in the atmosphere. So after I did that, after I was on that spectacular podcast, shout out to them, I um went to my man Kyle Crib, you know what I mean? And Kyle is somebody that's been so instrumental behind the scenes as far as my mental growth as far as my perspective on things, introduced me to credit, helping me trying to get a car, uh, even purchasing some studio equipment for me that I'm utilizing right now. Just being there, if I call Kyle, he'll answer. And I'll talk on the phone with Kyle for hours, man. And as I was at his crib and we're watching whatever we was watching at the time, I think we was watching the Laker game and I looked at Kyle, Kyle looked at me. There's two black men on a Friday night. We asked one we asked ourselves one thing. Where are the bitches at? So I was like, you know what? Now that I'm thinking. I am celebrating my birthday next month. And in doing so, I do need to scout this place. I heard there's this uh black owned bar uh in Burton. I'm trying. Is it called Burton? Let me just see. I want to make sure I'm getting this shit cor correct. If you're in the Brooklyn area, if you're in any type of borough, uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Buntons. B-U-N-T-O-N-S. I mean, Buntons is a bar. It's black owned. And um, I was like, you know what? That might be some dope. And I walked in there with Kyle. It was around 1230 or so. Peeped around. And although that bar is dope and I like the atmosphere that they're creating in there or they have created, I'm not familiar with how long they've been there. It's not big enough for my 30th birthday. A lot of people are probably going to be there to show love to me. You know what I mean, I made it 30 years. You know what I mean, I've gone through my trials and tribulations. I've gone through what I've gone through in my life just to make it so celebratory that I've been on this earth for 30 years. I've never been shot. I've never been stabbed. I've never been robbed. I've never been arrested. These are not things that everybody can say. You know what I mean? For the most part, I've done my fair share of fighting, but I've never 
had to like fight a whole bunch of niggas. I I never had like a a type of lifestyle to where I had to watch my back. All purposely, and I mean with the decisions that I've made. But I've never had to kill nobody. I've never had to stab nobody. I've never robbed anyone. And I mean, uh, I don't have a rap sheet. I don't have any run-ins with the law. I don't have anybody that ever tried to snake me. That tried to rob me. That tried to fuck my bitch. That tried to rape my mother. That tried to do anything. None of that shit. None of these things happened to me now i have gone through my low times my low periods my times where i was popped broke mice old running around not having no chicken i have no nothing not having no nothing no hose no clothes no fooding tin now i mean the water i was definitely not drinking water drinking 50 cent soda going out big foul the fact that i don't even have diabetes is crazy because my fucking diet was fucking terrible my fucking 20s terrible even worse when i was a teenager when i was drinking milk and all kind of other shit you should have seen what high school breakfast and lunch and cheese fries and snapples nigga motherfucking that square ass bum ass pizza all that shit like nigga i rose out of that son and niggas is 30 my life isn't where i wanted to be but i don't have any children i'm not weighing anybody pardon me i'm not weighing anybody down I'm not having anybody be in a relationship they don't want to be in. I never abused women. I never slapped a woman. Now, I mean, a woman has never tried to control me. A woman, all these things that have never happened to me, these things that I'm grateful for. I have a roof over my head. I'm talking to you from a standpoint of being in my room. I've walked, I've been having to park my car around the corner from my house. I'm, I know I'm all over the place, but just just bear with me. There's a, there's a thing to this. I'm walking, I'm walking around the corner after parking my car, and I see a phone. I think there was some basketball playing just in the headrest. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I just saw something coming out of a car. And I seen a white man in an older car knocked out. Sleep. And it was like 11 o'clock. I mean, nigga is just doing his thug dizzle, whatever he had to do throughout the day. And he had a whole bunch of clothes in the back seat, And he had blankets and pillows. Like, oh, this nigga has no crib. I mean, he's just someone that just pays his phone bill just so he can just be typed in with the world. But... Now, I mean, just somebody had his down on his luck. I don't know that man's story, but man had pillows, comforter over his body type of shit. And I mean, had a little situation on the side, like uh, on his passenger side to where he can put his mount, his uh, uh, his phone. That's probably his TV. Now, I mean, closing shit in the back. And that's not me. I'm not homeless. Now, I mean, so this this birthday means a lot to me. I'm walking to this decade as a man that's starting to know himself that's way more articulate than ever before that has perspective i'm old enough to where i have perspective on the world not just living in the world and just everything is a fucking surprise and oh i didn't know this and oh i didn't like i'm starting to develop insight so this is why when i'm in buttons and i'm looking around that place isn't big enough to hold the amount of people that i want to come because i want everybody to celebrate with me the people that i fuck with just in triumph with bottles on the hand with liquor and whatever have you like reek is here in 2020 as a 30 year old perspective that's never been locked up that shit is to be celebrated and i mean my life is to be celebrated because if it's one thing through this whole pro- through this whole process of me podcasting right and maybe you can also identify with what i'm about to say when you're doing something in a singular fashion and you don't have any backing behind you or you had anybody bigging you up or whatever, you start to put mental blockades that nobody even told you about. Am I good enough? 
am I not good enough? Maybe this won't happen. Maybe this shit isn't meant for me. In all aspects, maybe I'm not the person that I thought I was. Maybe I can't command a million views on YouTube. Maybe I can't command a hundred thousand listener listenership. I mean, maybe I'm just like on some Long Island shit. Maybe I'm just like, who really cares about me? Now, I mean, you start saying that to yourself and you have to be a self-motivator. You have to be the person that's putting the shit in the atmosphere. You have to be your own belief system. But when your own belief system isn't working, then what do you do? Now, I mean, Dave Chappelle had an interview not too long ago. He was like, do you know what it's like to work your whole life for something that didn't work out? He was talking about Chappelle show. Know what I mean, that was an interview. I'm sorry. I think I just saw some random three minute clip of him doing stand up at the DC Improv. And it's like, yo, I can be putting all this time into podcasting. I've been podcasting since 2015, I think, when I was with Mouse. And it's like, maybe I'm not supposed to be a singular entity. Maybe I'm supposed to be a nigga that goes to work. But in knowing my worth, and knowing my vision, and knowing my path, and starting to develop ideals that I once didn't have viewpoints that I once didn't share with everyone niggas is turning 30 and at, at first I was so sad about it I mean I'll, I'll be in the room I'll cut the light off TV off this is recently too like damn like look at look at my life right now man I'm at my aunt's house the only thing I own is this laptop I'm recording on my equipment clothes sneakers and my car know what I mean what have I really accomplished? And I mean, I've done plenty of things in my life, but what have I accomplished? And the one thing that you start to realize is you start to place accomplishments with either a claim or financial gain. So if I'm not garnering any money from the things that I've accomplished, if I don't have anything tangible that I can hold, like a trophy or certificate or whatever have you, you just start feeling like you haven't done shit. But what I just, but what I just expressed to you Never been robbed. Never been snaked. I have friends since I was four years old. Didn't have fallouts or none of them. We never was in a situation where one of us tried to fuck each other's bitches. Or, you know what I mean? Niggas never tried to skim off the top when niggas was doing what niggas had to do. Niggas never, no snake activity. Real niggas. Been around real niggas my entire life. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm an only child. I could have been killed plenty of times. Plenty of times I had to use my my smarts and my wits and the fact that I even had the smarts and the wits to get myself out of situations that could have been detrimental is to be celebrated. My mom calls me every other day and tells me how proud she is of me. I have a parent who's proud of me. Everybody doesn't have that. That is to be celebrated. My aunt views me as her son. I am not this woman's child. She does not have to take care of me. I am her sister's child. And when I was born, she said to herself, I'm going to be his parent. So I don't have like a mother-father relationship. I had my aunt and my mom. And my aunt, the person that's literally seen me since I came into the fucking atmosphere, when I left my mother's body, has seen me for 30 years and looks at me in my eyes and tells me that she's proud of me. Her daughter, my little sister that I love more than any, I would do time for that girl, looks at me and says, Tariq, growing up, I wanted to be like you. That is to be fucking celebrated. You understand me? The fact that I can speak to you. I have all the teeth in my mouth. I have insurance. I can buy new clothes even with no job. That is to be celebrated. 
I'm going to celebrate this 30th birthday party. And that can't happen at Buttons because it, of the capacity of the space. I need to be in a club. I need to be around Magnificent. I need to, that needs to be a materialistic day. I need to be wearing fancy shoes, glasses, bottles all over the place, women, homies. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to start celebrating the things that aren't, be, that aren't celebrated. My small victories. And that's not going to be complacency. Like, yeah, I did this and I deserve to celebrate this because of whatever. Nah, that's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing is I can't take that time back. What I've done is what I've done. But I'm still here. I'm still standing. I'm still strong. I'm still persevering. I'm still thinking. I'm still learning. I'm still cultivating. That is going down. And it's, it's just bringing tears to my eyes. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm, I'm keep telling y'all about my weekend, but just 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 marinate on that, man. Like for real. So after that, I saw a woman in there that I used to deal with, and the the way I used to, the way that fell out was, I speak to everybody, dictating who you are. And I mean, I don't just have like a formulaic way of speaking to women. And you know, one day she texted was like, "Yo, as of right now, just we're in different spaces, whatever." And I just feel like we just need to be platonic friends. And I'm like, ah, right, you can't be the pussy a few times. We had good moments with one another. We had laughs. We had giggles. We had food, whatever. It is what it is. And she was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm easy going. She was like, yeah, this is way easier than I thought. I like, yeah, we're not breaking up. And I'm mad easy going. If you don't want to deal with me in a sexual way, then cool. She was like, well, you wasn't like that as far as communication is concerned. And this is when you just have to start thinking to yourself. I can't adjust who I am for you. And what I mean by that is I would text her and then she would hit me back like five days later or four days later. I'd call her, wouldn't hear from her. And I'm like, all right, cool. I don't, I'm not, I don't hit you every day. I'm not on your back, whatever. But if we're dealing with each other, even kind of like not even on like no boyfriend, girlfriend, she's like, hey, you're free tonight. You trying to hang out like very minimal. And it's like I have to cross my fingers just for you to text me back like you're Michelle Obama. Like, I feel like that shit was trash. I'm like, yo, I'm, you don't have to hit me back. You don't have to. But you look, you once looked at my own like, yo, I want to fuck with you. I want to deal with you, whatever have you. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm going to treat you accordingly. I'm going to respect you. And I'm saying, like, yo, what's up? How was your day? This isn't that. Just cool shit just to show you that I'm just not about you. You just give me some booty and dipping. I mean, although I'm telling you I'm not trying to command anything serious. It's like you're still a human being. You're still someone that I enjoy being around. I'm sharing my space with you. I'm sharing my time with you. I'm sharing my body with you. So I was like, know what I mean? So hit me up four days later. It was like kind of crazy. Wouldn't you think? So that was just the only thing I was saying. So I was like, my make my little dry humor jokes. We both laugh at it. So I've heard to bring that up. I'm like, uh, okay, whatever. I said, I have to say that I saw her in there and, um, we actually was in there before. She was like, Hey, whatever. I was like, yeah, I'm actually here to scout. I, heard about this place you're like well we've been here before I'm like yeah but when you was here you just sent me the address to, to meet you here i you never told me like the name of the spot i didn't until i walked in i didn't realize she's like uh-huh whatever and she looked good whatever have you but this is just my life man i'll go to scout and i see women that used to give me the kitten consensually and i'm fucking reminiscing about fucking talking to four niggas i just met that day about podcasting and about dreams and visions and the art of conversation and all that and this is just me in super duper detail just telling you about my weekend and last but not leastly um the day after 
I linked up with my man's Kyle Rashad. Shout out to the If You Know You Know podcast. I definitely love their program. It's an educational thing that really makes you think. And we're sitting there, football's on, with a whole bunch of individuals that I really respect and enjoy being around their time. We looked at each other, and as me and Kyle did on Friday, where are the bitches at? So we went fucking party hopping. We went to Basquiat's Bottle, went to a few places, and my last memory, and Rashad, when you hear this, um, call me because I don't have much memory after 2 a.m. on Saturday. We're drinking everything under the sun. There was Ducey, there was fucking Martell, there was um, Woodford Reserve, there was all kinds of whiskeys at the bar. And my last memory of leaving, I want to say the third party that we was at, is my man that will remain nameless, but Rashad was with me. My man went to go scoop up a joint, and there was a joint with her. The The primary joint's friend hopped in the car with us. I was in the front seat, and I was hand in hand with her while she was talking, holding her hand, caressing her hand. And then I just remember waking up in my house. I don't know what the fuck happened on Saturday. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I've been living like this cowboyish lifestyle to where I'm just getting drunk and not having much memories and just doing shit and I kinda like it. This is kinda like my personality. This is my way of being free. And then Sunday I fucking watched more football, connected one of the homies. It was sixty four degrees, so this nigga barbecued. The jerk shrimp was incredible. And um I watched football, connected with some other homies, uh finished off the Packer game and just talked to them. And that was my weekend. Pretty dope, right? pretty dope and with that being said i'm gonna do some shout outs i'm gonna get the fuck out of here um where are they at uh all right we got shout outs shout out to dear orlando roy um he has the two things that he's pushing I'm not going to push his OnlyFans and shit like that. Well, although I just did because I'm a real nigga. Fuck it. Support that man with his OnlyFans. Uh, Dear Orlando Roy, he has Hello White People. The, um, what the fuck does he call it? The, the audio project. I mean, he has a podcast in that regard. And he also has Behind the Bar. I mean, his interview series. We have Rye LaBella. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday birthday baby girl you know what i'm saying she came to the first jack in the box uh she's just filled with energy i'm so upset that you wasn't able to come to the second one you better be at the fucking third one i'm not playing with you um we have weird awkward cool you know what i'm saying uh this podcast for the community of us whom happen to embody a little bit of weirdness be a bit awkward and are sometimes cool now me shout out to them uh shout out to soul deep oh five a woman that lives down south that always makes sure that she engages with me via social media sites. And I mean, always tell me how much she loves the show, loves me as a person, loves my growth. So I definitely want to give a shout out to you, Nerd Bay. And last but not least, uh, I want to shout out Den Z number five. D-E-N-Z number nine. I said number five. I can't fucking read. Uh, Den's number nine. Fuck a bio. I was trying to be a case. Six two, but I'm... Seven six free JK free killer long live breezy. I mean, so word. Shout out to y'all. I definitely uh like the fact that y'all love my show. Wanted to shout out on it. 
Love is love. You know what I'm saying? Hope everybody had a good weekend. Hope everybody has a good week. Tomorrow will be my educational thing as far as me trying to impart some wisdom or impart some knowledge amongst the people for 21.2. And with that being said, peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I will speak to you soon.